Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> hey, y'all. This is Keisha. And this is Tyler. And this is How's the, the fam? fam? Hey, y'all. How's the fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you can find podcasts, like literally everywhere. Uh, you can also check us out at, at WeAreBrowns15 on IG. And if you are checking us out via podcast, please leave us a rating. Five stars only, please. Um, with all that said, we like to play a game at the beginning called First Pick. The way First Pick is played is we start with a topic and we say what our first pick is. Afterwards, we have to kind of justify it, right? And then you have to say what your last pick is and you have to justify it. Today's topic for First Pick is soap. So with that being said, Keisha, I'm a gentleman raised in the South, born and raised. Oh, my mama loved me. She trained me right. So I'm going to let you go first. So I guess we're specifically talking about bar soap. No, it's any type of soap. Oh, that changes stuff. Does it change it? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, of course. I didn't want to limit you to just bar soap. A lot of people don't even use bar soap anymore. Well, I think mine is going to be bar soap because I can't think of nothing else anymore. What, What brand of bar soap? I'll have to go with Lever 2000. Lever 2000 was a goat. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Oh man, it's like the best soap ever. We used to use that all the time in Mississippi before we got a Costco membership. Yeah, Costco don't have it. They used to though, right? And then in like one day they just stopped having so, it. Yeah. yeah, when we first got there they had it. Yeah, but it's just so fresh and... I mean, it's good to use white bar soap because if you are, your skin is sensitive or anything, and um, it's good to use white bar soap, mm-hmm. not with a lot of fragrance and stuff. Yeah. So Lever 2000 was a way to... It's almost like the best of both worlds because yeah. it wasn't too hard. You got sensitive skin. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't too hard for my skin, but at the same time, it yeah, that fresh it scent. Had fresh, bro. Like you used to walk out the shower, I'd be like, God, dog, all my pores <laughs> and just opened up. I completely forgot about Lever Two Thousand. Yes. Dang, it's been a long time. Man, we get old, man. Oh my we ain't had no Lever in like eight years. It haven't been that long. You're right. It's more like six. It's been like six. Maybe five. Nah, it's been a minute, man. <laughs> Uh, my first, my go-to is going to be something I'm recently trying out. It's called Dr. Bronner's. And I'm, like, obsessed with it, man. Addicted. I really am. Like, it, well, I tell you, it's a very effective soap. It's a very effective soap. Like, uh, I have pretty tough skin. Like, my t- my skin holds moisture. <laughs> my feet don't. My feet be ashy. Don't get it, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my, if I, like, use a harsh soap and then I moisturize after it effect, my, my skin will, like, hold in the moisture that I use. Palmer's, holla at your boy. Because I am, like, a lifelong connoisseur. And I got beautiful, beautiful brown skin. But, um, yeah, I use Dr. Browning soap. I like the lavender, the peppermint. And, like, it doubles, too. Like, you, it doubles as, like, a cleaner. So, like, yeah, it's, it's super, super, super strong. I know when I'm taking a shower, cuz, like, <laughs> like after a workout, yeah, it's it's epic. It's a lot. But with that said, you can't have a first pick without having a last pick. So, Keisha, what is your last pick? You about to try to step on my toes, too. I feel like I see it all over your face. No, I'm not. 
The only complaint with yours is it doesn't ladder that much. So. Wait, oh, you talking about Dr. Bronner? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, if you don't like it, it's cool with that. You ain't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I think you was going to say Irish Spring. I am. Oh. You know me so well. Yes, Irish Spring. You're such a hater. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> my granddad used to use it all the time. Yeah, I man. used to use it. He used to come out the bathroom like, you know Smell how like somebody comes through and like you smell their scent. It just... You smell the smell by smell, and then um, I said the smell by smell, the smell box, the smell. walk by smell, and then it would just fill up the whole Bro, room. <laughs> I like me some iron. Like when you have when you have tough skin, you can use soap like that. That's why I just like don't like it, cause dude, I'm like raw after I use that on my skin. Man, it's terrible. <laughs> I, when I realized Irish Spring was like actually bad for you, that's when I had to stop using it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it wasn't no discovering. It was like, oh my god, my yeah, skin man. is on fire. I love this. That is some good soap. But that is like one like way you could tell it really cleans yeah, you. Man. It just don't clean you the right way. <laughs> yeah, I about to say in college when we used to have weight gains, I used to use Irish Spring. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, man, no matter what, this soap. <laughs> yeah, it turns your water too. Yeah. Your water either turns that um No, that's that, so gets is the, it like green? It gets the job done. It's like green. Yeah, it's green. It's green with like some white cream. They also got a blue one now. Okay, yeah, okay. I seen one that turned blue. Yeah, so mm, they are blue okay. one now. Yeah. yeah, man. I used to use the old faithful that green, the original formula. <laughs> Woo! After the game. Yeah, man. It gets you right. You know how st- you can tell how strong it is? Yeah. You remember when we moved? We put like oh, yeah. bars of Irish Spring <laughs> in our bins, yeah, and did. no spiders, no bugs ever got in it. Yeah, it was little, like mothballs. Mo- yeah, it's almost like mothballs. We did we used Irish Spring just like mothballs, and then not only that, like when you took the clothes out, they came out smelling like Irish Spring. They were so that was fresh. Just a <laughs> that is yeah. true. <laughs> That should be a sign that that's not good soap to put on your body. <laughs> Even insects are like, nope. Oh, no, no. I ain't messing with the Irish Spring. Oh, Got crap. Irish Spring up in there, man. You don't want to go? Nope. It's like, they, they too fresh, too clean up in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I don't know what my last pick is going to be. But I will say, like, if I had to pick one, it'd be the soap that you like to use. That Dove. <laughs> Dove. Dove seems so ineffective. <laughs> Like, it don't have no smell. It ain't got no good lathering potential. Like, you just on a hope and a prayer that it's actually worked. Oh, my goodness. That's how I feel about it. No. You just on a hope and a prayer. Like, when I, if I'm forced to use your soap, I put on, like, a extra I cake on my deodorant, essentially. Because I'm like, I'm afraid. Mm. Yeah. I'm afraid yeah, it might be ineffective. Yeah, man, man, look here. If I have to go around smelling, like, having a smell... It's not going to be me being musty <laughs> at all. It's not going to be me being musty at all. But uh, today's podcast, y'all, we had to keep it light because we've been in the process of all types of stuff. When I tell you, it's been a trying week. It's been a trying week. Actually, let's be transparent. So Keisha, with the interior designing spirit in her, like when we moved into this house, she's always wanted to change it. But... <laughs> I've always been the person who's like, man, why change it when ain't nothing wrong, you know? But here's the thing. Like, I guess you can't prevent the person you love from making the house a home. And that's my that was the mistake I made with our first home, right? 
I didn't allow you the freedom to make the house a home. And so you was like, I hate it here. So we ended up having to move. Actually, that wasn't yeah. why we moved. I'm about to say, part wow. Of it, part of it was you said it was too small. Yes. And I still say we could have made it work. We could have made it work, but it would have been tight. Yeah. I mean, it was good timing too because, I mean, it's a opportunity that popped up when we started looking again. So I was just like. Why not take but here's the thing, Texas is the land of opportunity. You will always have an opportunity. Well, I ain't going to say always. But right now, like, if you want a house in Texas, you can essentially get one. And no matter what area you want your house in, you can kind of get one. But that's neither here nor there. So today, <laughs> I was like, you know, she wants to make the house a home. Last time in the last house, we've only had two houses, y'all. And today's whole topic is going to be about, like, the home buying process for us for the first house and uh kind of like how we ended up in our second house but uh right now the reason we're so tired because we are tired i don't know if y'all could tell but we're pretty tired today it's because like we're getting our first floor renovated essentially and Keisha, you want to talk about the, that renovation we're moving the carpet and the towel that we have down in the on the first floor uh, we are changing it to hardwood well scratch that we are look we are switching it out with towel that look like hardwood, hardwood floors yeah. and we're getting that throughout the whole the whole first floor so we had to clear everything up out of the i mean off the first floor Dude. and move it to the second floor or to the garage and dude well i'll tell uh, you I've never felt more like a man moving so much. And I'm lying. It was a lot of moving, man. It was almost like a it, workout in itself. It felt like we were moving out. It did feel like we was moving out. No. You know what's crazy about that? Like, we just finished the refinance too, right? And, like, financially, I guess it's weird. Like, we're just going to hop from topic to topic today. <laughs> like, financially, it made sense because apparently, if you could save a whole point off of your mortgage interest rate, and you have a certain amount of equity into a home, you might as well go for the refi, right? Because, I mean, we had such a long math to go. And apparently, we'll recoup all, well, in our case, the initial case was if our house had appraised for a certain amount, then we would have, what is it called? If our house had appraised for a certain amount, we would have recouped our refinance. Yeah, we would have recouped all the equity in 18 months. So it was like a year and a half, which isn't bad for a refinance, apparently. However, since our house appraised for way more than I would like it to appraise for, um, <laughs> we <laughs> we recouped all of our equity in all of that good stuff. Um, for those who don't understand what equity is, like essentially when you have a mortgage, you have a principal amount that you pay, and you also have the interest that you're paying as well, right? And at the beginning of a loan, any loan, like you're paying more interest than you are the actual principal. That principal amount that you're paying, however much or however little it is, is the equity that you're getting in your home, right? Well, it's a little more complicated than that because appraisals and stuff like that. But for the most part, that's what your equity is. So Keisha, the floors, why did you pick the hardwood like look like tile? <laughs> the porcelain tile that looks like hardwood. That's because they... I like the new thing now. Um, that and vinyl. Vinyl? Is it vinyl or vinyl? I, I've heard it said both ways. Yeah. I prefer vinyl because I guess that's what my parents would say. <laughs> so what about the engineered hardwood? 
Um, no, that wasn't happening because I would have been a crazy person. Um, worried about the force constantly, especially with two um uh, two kids. Yeah. And then, like, maybe in the future, we'll get a doll. And oh my goodness, it's just, it's just too much mm. to worry about. And having something spill and messing them up, it's just, it was just a lot. So the hardwood, um, the engineered tile, hardwood, not just hardwood. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, those, I mean, you still got to take care of them. That is true. I mean, you got to take care of whatever floor you have, but. I just wanted something durable, low maintenance, low maintenance, yeah. and just look good. And I feel like it's just the best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean. it really is because it's completely waterproof. It's yeah. essentially shatterproof. And like, if you do, if something does happen and you have to like replace a tile, you pay the money to replace that one tile, right? Mm-hmm. And my thing is like the most complicated part in this whole process is like. Once the tile is down, how are you going to keep the grout clean? But it seems like the grout lines are going to be so small. They're so tiny. Yeah, that you don't have to necessarily worry about it. And then they're like the same color. About the same color. If Maybe a little, like a shade darker than the actual tile floor we picked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just blends. Yeah, you picked some pretty sexy floors too, I must admit. <laughs> You did a good job, man. You yeah. did a good job. And the nice thing is the whole first floor would be pretty uniform because it's all the same product, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we do, we're probably not going to sell this house. We're probably going to, like, uh, get some tenants and get let them, like, live in the house and just collect the rent. And so with that being the case, you don't have to worry about, like, your tenants messing up your floors unless they have, like, a sledgehammer or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, today I wanted to talk about the home buying process for our first home. My first question is, why did we even want a home in the first place? Because when we first bought a home, we had no kids, we were married, and we were just like, you know, it was almost it felt like almost like a whim, right? So why do we why do we ultimately decide to buy a home? Do you remember? I feel like rent just kept going up. Yeah. And exactly I was why. just like, man. That's exactly why. How much is a mortgage just, you know, for like a simple house, like three bedroom, two baths? Yeah. Like, that's all we really need for a start on. Well, you remember? I didn't think you would remember why we actually moved. Oh, yeah. That was like a big thing. <laughs> it was too hard for me. I was like, yo, I'm sick of moving from apartment to apartment. Because <laughs> I was like, man, this is breaking my back. Less and less. Like, when you first move and you ask for help, your partners be like, yeah, man, we got you. But I only ask my friend. I don't think I ever asked our friends to move. Mm-hmm. Did I? I don't think so. No. I don't think I ever did. We've always hired movers. Except for that initial move from Mississippi to Texas. Yeah. Like, we packed what we could in our two cars, and then my dad came with his trailer. Yeah. But outside of that, we've always, like, you no. From the first apartment to the one in Mesquite, we moved ourselves. Really? Yeah, we did. Because I was able to put that uh, mattress in the back of my truck, and I just drove it. I took like six trips, but I got everything <laughs> in that Dakota. Hey, I cannot remember. Dude, that's because you didn't have to move it. No, <laughs> I really thought we got movers, but I guess no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't have a lot of stuff. We didn't have that much No, stuff, we didn't though. have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. Yeah, but I just wanted to, I mean, we had But friends. the movers and the rent continued to go up to the point where I was just like, a mortgage has to be cheaper than this. And then we had some close friends that um, decided they got into some program 
um, to buy a first home. A shout out to JSU for the network. And um, they were um, about to get ready to get a house. So yeah. that got me thinking too. I was like, if they can buy a home, maybe we could buy a home. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe, just maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, he he was explaining all everything for the process, and I was just like, man, this seems like a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. I forgot what that process, I forgot what the, it was a NACA, NABA? No. I don't know what the thing was, but essentially, we went to the first meeting, and it was like, all right, we could do this, and then once it got to the point where you're supposed to actually do the stuff, we was like, hey, man, let's just find a realtor, and let's just bypass all of this. <laughs> and our realtor was like, look, here's what you got to do. It's like, you need to save up the actual down payment, right? It's like, there's a loan called FHA loan. It's essentially 3% down. Here's the thing. Everything I'm saying is like in a pre-COVID world, okay? I, I apologize for anybody having to buy a home in the COVID, you know, but, but essentially you needed 3% down on whatever the purchase price of a home was, right? And on top of that, you also needed to like prove... You had to have a certain amount of credit. You had to have a certain amount of cash reserves just to prove that you could make the payments. And then, I feel like there was something else. Was there something else? Oh, you couldn't open any additional credit lines for a certain amount of time. So, it was like, yo, don't buy no cars. Don't get no, like, Macy's car. Don't get no, uh, yeah. don't buy no crazy furniture or something like that. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, man, that was a that was a time. So that was when we actually learned how to be like fiscally responsible, right? Because we had somebody like a third eye watching our account. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> and it, it really does feel like um like they just all up in your business. Yeah, because if you got like a lump sum of money out of nowhere, they be like, "So where did this come from?" So are you a drug dealer? Sir? <laughs> so are you slinging girls? How and you got more like, money? Dude. How you get more money this month? That's not your usual pay. Yeah, it's like, no, like, this is a this is a wedding present, man. Calm down. <laughs> How many wedding presents are you expecting to get? It's like, dude. But it took us about well, we bought a brand new house essentially, right? We bought a new build, new construction. So we paid like like I said, Texas. Like if you want a house, you can essentially just pick the area. But uh, we bought a new construction, and that house was. Pretty reputable builder. The house was what seventeen? What was it even seventeen? It's fourteen hundred square feet. Fifteen hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. It's fifteen hundred square feet. I still regret not buying like a higher house or whatever. Because what happens is they they run your credit and they look at how much you're making and like your job and this that and the other right. The market and your job, and they tell you, sir, you've been approved for this amount. And they sell you some like absorbent amount. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know if they still do that, but it was, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, we essentially bought a house that was maybe a third of that, if that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, a third of that value. And I feel like I made a mistake right there. Because the thing is, I was early in my career, right? I was doing really, really good in my job. And I just knew, like, upward mobility was in my future, right? So I could have gone ahead and paid maybe, like, closer to... A little higher than the third, yeah. maybe like twenty thousand or thirty thousand over a third. It wasn't a huge. It job. wouldn't have been a lot yeah. to get a lot more square footage because that was like ultimately our downfall, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, yeah, we we took that amount, knowing that amount, what that monthly payment would potentially be, and what the taxes would be. Because do not forget about your taxes Ooh, when you're looking taxes. at a house. Because we don't have um, 
state taxes out here. We so do the not. way the state gets their money is through property tax. They pimp your property, yo. Oh yeah. They pimp your property. Like you can have a, a modest property on modest land. They'll be like, sir, we heard your house was up to hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> well, guess what, sir? This year your home is hundred and eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> Congratulations, you get to pay more taxes. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. How we get here? Yeah. And that's why you gotta like uh, do your homestead because the homestead essentially protects the the owner from the state coming in and be like, your house is worth X amount over a certain amount, right? Mm. I think they can only increase it by 5% a year or something like that. That's something I can't remember. I can't remember either. But I do know that you got to do the homestead. It's a weird number. Yeah, it's a... I don't... You know I don't know. I don't (laughs) be reading the fine print and that's why I always fall short. Oh, yeah. You got to read the fine print. But essentially, like, we had... What? Since it was a new construction... Like, we literally have pictures of us in front of the dirt <laughs> before our house was ever even constructed. I think what was um, also helpful with getting a new build was we had time to get the deposit. Yeah, we did. When you're, like, in a market just looking for a home that's already built or whatever, you, be you, only, you have to be competitive. You um, have to put in your offer, and they want that money in, like, a few days yeah, or not. I know we did. When we sold that house, we were like, hey, man. It was like, we want our money. You you can do your appraisals or whatever. You got one week. Yeah. And so um, that that was why we kind of leaned more toward a new build also. Yeah. And because I'm... I'm that it was. You say it. Say it. I was afraid of getting an older home just because, like, new houses now, they're so energy efficient. Uh, efficient. They're so... We got you. Okay. They're energy efficient. We got you. They're energy efficient. I cannot say that. Girl, I said it for you. I don't see why you stumbling on it. Efficient. I'm going to keep it in here just because you fought so hard. Efficient. (laughs) Look at you. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to get my gold star out. (laughs) A lot of older homes, like those bills, oh my goodness, like. Oh, They're especially when on, in Texas, man. Yeah, yeah they spend an arm and a leg on um, electricity bills and stuff because, I mean, their air is just going. <laughs> <laughs> their air is just going, man, and it's not cooling down anything. Yeah. But uh, it was that, and I just, I watch a lot of HGTV. You watch way too much HGTV. And, like, I watch Property Brothers. I mean... Love if you it. watch Property Brothers, you should have been like, yo, let's get an older home. No. And let's fix it up. No. Because <laughs> we ain't had that kind of money. You ain't lying. At all. So it's like, who am I going to pay to renovate when I barely can make this down payment? That's true. But um, I I just didn't want to walk in the room and be like, huh, what's that crap? Oh, that crap been there for a while. Don't worry about it. No, I know that's a foundation issue. Like, you can't put nothing past me. Oh, so. my goodness. I was like, why waste time? I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some nice houses that have been lived in on the market. Yeah. But they were definitely pricey. So, it was also that, looking at those homes and looking at a new build, they were kind of even. Yeah, because so that area just, yeah. is like a very affluent area. I think it's like one of the, like per, per square foot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Per capita, we were like one of the richest counties in the nation or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad with the foot. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was just like, why not go with a new build if it's going to be the same thing? That's fair. Yeah. But my thing is, with a new build, see, I know this because my grandpa, he used to build houses. With a new build, you don't know how that foundation is going to react when it shifts. 
Because the house got to shift. Because you can just put a whole bunch of weight into a spot that didn't have all that weight. So I was more worried about, like, if the house shifts, like, how are we going to deal with uh, everything that comes with it? But, I mean, it didn't shift that much. Mm-mm. But, uh... Yeah, so we did have time to pay for... We did have time to get the money for our down payment. And we made it uh, for the most part. Yeah, we had a little help from God, you know. God did help us out. You know, Uh, God was looking out. Because our house was getting built super fast, faster than... Ahead um, of schedule. And you know what that means? We don't care... If your budget doesn't fit this, it's like <laughs> we, we want you. our money. Yeah, and we if need you don't have it, <laughs> we're gonna sell it to the person who does have the money. Yes, and so cold world, man. We we found a way to get the deposit. The problem was the apartment we was in. We had like three months to go, yep. and we was trying to get out of our lease, and they're like, "No, nope. we refuse to let you out. Your we're lease. not gonna let you out." And I'm just like, that's messed up. Yep. Even if we have somebody like who come take the lease like right out to us. We like, no. don't care. You signed on the dotted line, ma'am. Yes. And so, so one good day. Oh, no, actually, let me it was a very <laughs> tragic was, day, was man. I hate that day. day. I, yeah. Like, it was uh, around Christmas time a tornado came. And I ain't going to lie to you. It devastated the entire area. Yeah. Like, when we can't. We literally had to come home early. I didn't want to. I was like, Keisha, what are we coming home for? We're we coming home to nothing. We didn't it's know. Gone. No, the thing is, we of course, we don't know. We was in Mississippi when it happened. And so the next morning, our my phone was blowing up. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you you're okay? Home? I think you're, uh, I think I see your apartment. I saw it get hit. I'm like, hit? What the Ugh. heck? Like, what's going on? And, like, sure enough, I started, like, looking up news articles and stuff. And, like, they talked about this tornado that ripped through our I mean, city. We laughing, man, but you got to laugh. That's one uh, of these laughter your pain type of situations. Goodness. Like, they show, like, a drone picture or a helicopter picture. And, like, I literally saw my, my truck. So, I knew, like, where it was. And then, like, to the left. There was just rubble, rubble and destruction. And then to the right, it was like, well, it looks like our building is still standing, right? But the thing is, the building is standing, but there's a huge hole (laughs) in there. Like, it was almost, it's essentially like a total loss, right? Like, the hole, the tree ripped off the chimney. Yeah. And And tilted over. Yeah, it was a total Uh, loss. Like, all the clothes, like my Greek stuff, like I'm an alpha. Shout out to the good brothers. Shout out to the good brother Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. But like all of my like paraphernalia and stuff, all of my keepsakes, if it was if it was like cloth or if it was something perishable, it was probably gone. Right. And so to this day I still don't have any paraphernalia and stuff like that. Cause it's like, what's the point? But um we got to keep our pots and pans. Luckily, like a lot of our wedding stuff was safe, but like all our clothes, shoes, um, like, we survived, well, survived. A lot of our friends came from Hurricane Katrina. Like, when it happened, they migrated to Mississippi. When they migrated to Mississippi, uh, I remember, like, a weekend or so, They a lot of them went back and came. They went back to New Orleans and came back, and they had, like, their clothes. Well, at least the clothes that they thought were cool. But the thing is, like, when you have clothes like that, there's a mold that can, like, grow on them. And just throwing your clothes in the dishwasher, or not the dishwasher, <laughs> throwing your clothes in a washer and dryer isn't enough to kill it, right? And so essentially what will happen is it'll develop. And I knew about that mold, and I was like, we can't take our clothes with us. 
Luckily, we have renter's insurance. Yes. They forced us to have it, and I was like, thank you. I complained um, about it, but, man, that saved our butt. $15, yeah. $15 <laughs> a month definitely saved us a lot. And it helped us pay for the, that first home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely helped us. Because we actually got double hit because we couldn't go in our apartment because they deemed it um, unstable. Which, I mean, it wasn't livable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I was ready just to get what we could and leave. That's the re- that's the only reason we was able to break that lease early is because it was deemed unlivable. Yeah, and, but <laughs> so they kept us from the area and they said it was going to protect the area and stuff like that, have security and all that stuff. Yeah, our apartment got looted on top of being hit by it a definitely tornado. got looted. So here's the thing, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can't take, but, like, we had a washer and dryer. You know, we did have pots. We had our, luckily... Our wedding stuff was like on the balcony in like that closet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whoever looted us, they just saw the wash and dryer and like a couple pots and stuff. Like, let's take it, let's go. Right. And, and the TV, and the, the PlayStation. They took my dad on PlayStation, they man. Took my dining table. They did take your table. <laughs> yeah. So we got looted. Uh, like the stuff you think you would be able to come back and get, we got looted for. Luckily, when I went that one time though, I got all the paperwork. I was like, I'm not leaving. Yeah, any like social security and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. that was smart, dude. That was real smart. Like coming home, I did not want to come home because I was like, why are we coming home? But you were like, baby, I don't feel comfortable. And me being a new husband, I was just like, all right, honey. <laughs> so, all right, we gotta let's go. go. Let's like go. all our stuff is like just out there, man. Yeah, cause I can only imagine like somebody stealing our identity just because a tornado. Had that on top of it, yeah. man. But that would have been bad. Ugh. So that helped, yeah. Like you said, they helped us <laughs> get the down payment for our house, and but they was tripping about that little money we got. Oh, from they the like, claim, hey, hey sir, <laughs> you dealing drugs? We Where's have some type of from? operation going on here. It's like we were hit by a tornado, and then we were looted. That's it, where it came from. Low key was like, "Hey man, we need a better explanation than that." <laughs> I was just like, "What you made a better explanation?" You need some pictures. <laughs> Goodness. You want to go to that place? We don't even live there no more. Yeah. We're living with our I cousin. Like, I was like, yeah, here's the address, homie. Have fun. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we got in that home. Essentially, the way you get into a home, this is the craziest thing, by the way. So, when you buy a home, essentially, you have to, like, sign your life away. It's yeah, insane. It and it's not a docu-sign either. <laughs> you have to go in there physically and you have to, like, get a pen and physically write all of that stuff. they like, your name. They, not only that, when you first buy a home, I think anytime, even when during the refi, they, they have to explain every document. Like, by law, they're supposed to explain every document. Oh, yeah. You can't be like, I know what's happening. You'll be like, it doesn't matter if you know what's happening. Unless you have a lawyer present, they have to explain every single document mm-hmm. and like i ain't gonna lie to you it's a it's a good practice i like it i appreciate it knowing like you know there's certain documents in there that like give you the right to just opt out like you know three days in if you say you know what i don't want this no more you know you just sign on the dotted line you fax it to whatever and it's a wrap it's over with yeah but they can they have the power to do that too but um yeah, man, it was real smooth. We actually got a realtor. Realtor very, very much helped us out. She got her cut, and her cut didn't impact the price of the home for us. So mm-hmm. it was cool. Like, right? it was like win-win. We had a black realtor, so support black business. 
I love our realtors, man. They so oh, yeah. they're like family, they man. They still we still communicate with them yeah. about everything. So. And here's the thing, though. Here's where I feel like I made a mistake. Like, yeah, I should have let you like customize the home, hundred percent. But here's where I, I made the mistake. As soon as we got into that house, like, like life was cool. Like we lived that first year, lived it up. It was awesome. That second year, actually. The first year in Barely that house, made it the second year. yeah. The first year in that house, you got pregnant, right? Uh huh. Yeah, that's it. Like literally, the next month, like <laughs> once we got all the furniture and the stuff in, like Keisha was like, "I'm not feeling very well." This, that, and the other. I was like, "What you mean you're not feeling well?" <laughs> and she was like, "Hey man, I think I need to take a pregnancy test." I was like, "Pregnancy test?" And I, I that Keisha, watch well, it. You said that, and went in one ear and out the other. I was like, "Ah, whatever." You like low key waited for me to walk into the bathroom and be like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like look at it, look what you did. I was like, "Yo, yes." And so, like when we had our first baby, Liana, love you to death, baby. If you like older listening to this, hey, love you. When we had Liana, I was like, "This house might be perfect," you know. In my mind, I was like, "Yo, this house is perfect. We can raise like three kids <laughs> and it's fifteen hundred square feet." Three bedroom, two bathroom home. And Keisha was like feeling all the you feeling like claustrophobic. No. It was just she took over. She took over the house, man. My thing is like, you know how some people be like, Oh, your home is cozy. Our house is very cozy. And I didn't take no offense to it. Because our house was cozy. I didn't. I love the house. You always putting it on me. I love the house. It's just the living space. Like, we always in the living room pretty much the whole day. Real talk, that's just the way we are, though. Yeah, but uh, we're barely in our rooms. We really just use our room to sleep. Sleep. That's it. (laughs) And so, with that being said, that's why I started feeling claustrophobic because I'm just like, we are on top of each other in here. And just the way our setup was, we had like big furniture. We did have, we had a huge <laughs> furniture, yo. I remember when that dude walked the furniture in, he's like, yeah, I didn't measure, did you? <laughs> I was like, nah, man, we didn't. He's like, hey, it's too late now. Huh. And then we had like a glass table, which we had to put up because, oh. of course, you have Liana running around. Speaking of which, if anybody wants a glass table, <laughs> stop. It's for sale. <laughs> But yeah, hit us up at We Are Browns fifteen. As long as you can pick that table up, you can have it. You know, fifty. Well, well how much you want to charge? Like fifty dollars. Anyway, but um, <laughs> I just that part of it. That's what it was. Just I needed more room in there. I yeah. just wanted to be a little bit more open. And I mean, we have that now, which I love because man we're not on top of each other and we have two kids now i just could not imagine being in there with two kids i could don't get me wrong we couldn't have made it work like i told you but i i looked at everything i prayed about it we did pray about it and and that's one reason i should i should not give you a hard time about it and it was like a smooth transition so it was just like okay let's go ahead and do it now you're right 
while we can before the second baby get here. Even though Melanie came on a day we closed for the oh second house. Oh my gosh! So we would never forget the our moving day because that's Melanie's birthday. <laughs> and people be like, "So when did you move into the house?" And we just say her birthday. Be like, man, you really know, huh? You know that it's date. Like, dog. like that was the most trying day. <laughs> that was a rough day. Then we closed, got the keys. Actually. That's no, a whole. That's, that's a whole, a whole story. another thing. That's a whole story, man. <laughs> I want to. Our, our podcast is like 40, 45 minutes, man. Let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Do you have any tips for new buyers? Um, if you are interested, do some research. Get a realtor. I mean, you don't pay them until you buy a home. <laughs> so yeah. they really are like your advisors before you do anything. And don't go beyond your means. I Do mean, not go beyond your means. Ever. Man. I mean. Because nobody's going to have any mercy on you when it's time to evict you. Like, people, they evict people like it ain't nothing. Yeah. And, um, I mean, if it's a starter home, it's a starter home. That's why it's called a starter home. It's a real thing. So. <laughs> starter homes are good investment properties, by the way. They, yeah, they are. So. That's one of my regrets. I wish we had, like, kept our old home and, like, uh. But we didn't have a loan. Like, you have to understand your loan. We had an FHA loan. And with an FHA loan, you have to be the primary resident at all times, right? And it's good to look on those, like, apps like Zillow Zillow. and stuff. But they always try to give you an estimate on how much your payment would be. But it kind of leaves out a lot of other stuff. ain't it. No. (laughs) You're like, oh, I can get this home and only pay this much? (laughs) Not at all. Like, no, it, son. It don't work like that. No, nah, that's not how the, the system works. So man. that's why it's good to get a realtor and they can be like, okay, this is what this payment will be. Yeah. They just got it on the tip of their tongue and just embed it in their brain. So, yeah, definitely reach out to people. Um, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, um, if you can, try to keep your home. Like, don't... Don't sell it to somebody. To like, try to get somebody to rent it. And, like, then, you know, you go on from there. Because, like, I look at our old home, man. It's, it's worth so much more now. If we had just rented it out and kept that little loan. But we couldn't because it was FHA loan. Nothing you could do. But with this home, we have a conventional loan. Well, initially it was FHA. Now it's conventional. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, we could rent this house out if we want to. And get that little freedom. And also, um, like, I, I know we've come a long way, but when you're black, the home buying process is still a little different, man. Like, it's a little trying. Like, people don't want you to go through their homes. And when you're selling the home, like, people don't. Like, you have to kind of, like, put all your pictures away, right? Like, you if you're black. You have to do that regardless, though. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, but they say, like, if they know it's a home of a black person, they'll try to, like, lowball you or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, tangible numbers about that, so... Kind of got to. But it is what it is, man. It's the world we live in. It's the world we operate in. And for some people, it's nothing new, man. It's nothing new. Nothing new under the sun. But I will say, you know, it's okay to push the boundary a little bit. If you if you see yourself trending upward, it's okay to push the boundary. But do not go beyond your means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pushing the boundary and going beyond your means are two different things, right? Um, with that being said, Kiki, do you have any closing remarks, closing encouragement, anything like that, that for the people? It, oh, my bad. Oh, well, if, if that was your closing, my actual closing is uh, always seek wise counsel. 
And I'll pray for God for your, your good decisions. My bad. I ain't know that was your, like, your closing. I ain't know that was your closing. I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me. But uh, with that said, y'all, uh, we're going to be out. Keisha, how's the fam? We're making it. No, nah, this girl tired. Don't listen to her. <laughs> girl's so tired. All right, y'all be blessed. Bye, y'all.